All right, kids. What's going on? I got to, uh, I went back to my Mac. So I got to find, okay, so here's this one. Hang on a second. The original Red Pill Show. Yeah, that's it. Me. Welcome the to the original. Da, la, 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 la. Hello. Oh, really? You're going to be like this? We will interrogate you till you start playing. Hello. What the fuck, man? Can anybody make a computer that works? Oh, here we go. Now it's finally loading. And okay. Okay. Oh, it's about the time the show's over, man. Thanks a lot, though. Appreciate that, Steve Jobs. All right. Actually, he's been dead. So, James Bond. Hello, James. How are you? Oh, so they have a show on Paramount. I think it's on Paramount. I think. I could be wrong. But it's called Fleming. Based on... Ian Fleming, who created James Bond. James Bond was like a pseudo Ian Fleming. Very, 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 very good. I think it, I think it's Paramount. I don't know. Anyway, it's one of those streaming things that you pay $10 a month for, and you got 10 of them, and you end up spending way too much money. Hello, 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 hello. Okay, so let's get the show on the road here because this shit's working. If static happens, I'm going to be pissed because I went back to the Mac and uh, I, I mean, it doesn't happen on the Windows machine. So that tells me it's the computer. It's never happened on the Windows machine. Uh, so anyway, let's just, but I'm getting sick and tired of changing computers. So that's neither here nor there. So let's get Joe on road and I want into action. Mr. Bond. Okay, are you going to play? What the hell, man? Come on. The original. It's about Red fucking Show. time. Here we go, dude. La, 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 la. Welcome la, to la, a la, brand la. new episode. La, da, 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 the purpose of our two previous encounters Mr. is Mr. Bond, now this is directed to I you in the chat distracted room. by another. Good night, Mr. Bond. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Enjoy them as much as any bloke. But in the spirit of commemoration, whereby those important events of the past, usually associated with someone's death or the end of some awful bloody struggle, are celebrated with a nice holiday, I thought we could mark this November the 5th, a day that is sadly no longer remembered, by taking some time out of our daily lives to sit down and have a little chat. 
There are, of course, those who do not want us to speak. We think, just let me I think. Expect even now, orders are being shouted into telephones, and men with guns will soon be on their way. It's Chancellor Sutler. Damn it! Why? Because while the truncheon may be used in lieu of conversation, words, words will always retain their power. Words are for the means to meaning, and for those who will listen, the enunciation of truth. And the truth is, there is something terribly wrong with this country. Damn that? right. You designed it, sir. You wanted it foolproof. You taught me every television in London. Cruelty and injustice, intolerance and depression. And where once you had the freedom to object, to think and speak as you saw fit, you now have sensors and systems of surveillance coercing your conformity and submitting your submission. We need cameras. How did this happen? Who's to blame? Well, certainly there are those who are more responsible than others, and they will be held accountable. But again, truth be told, if you're looking for the guilty, you need only look into a mirror. <laughs> there is no escape. Don't make me destroy you. Luke, you do not yet realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side. Do you want to know what it is? No! The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now in this very room, you can see it when you look out your window or when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. I thought that was a hemorrhage. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? That you are a slave, Neo. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage. Born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. south. To find Navia. The Crixus and the other Gauls chase lost hope. Sparica! The decision's been made. We must stand as one. Or fall. Divided. A lesson hard learned. Shackle will be struck from every slave upon our path. We will see our numbers grow. And when they have become legion, we will face Glaber and the hordes of Rome again. And the gods shall weep for their suffering. Beep, beep. What uh oh. Uh.
Hang on, Miss Q. Hang on. I want to play a different song. Play this one. And the sound was off. Okay. Take two.
kids, welcome to another exciting episode of the original Red Pill Show. Today is February 22nd, 2023, so I think I gotta start working on my voices and stuff, you know, sort of shit. So welcome to the original Red Pill Show. Like I said today, for you stupid fuckers like me, live down in Tennessee, no offense. Uh, today is February 22nd, 2023, this show. For entertainment and educational purposes only, please use at your own risk. Shows copyrighted, whatever the hell that means, by me and Freedom Revolution Network. No part of this could be, uh-oh, like all these voices are coming out at the same time. Hey, shit, no part of this fucking joke ain't fucking right. What? No part of this show can be, now there's Clinton coming out. No part of the show. I did not have sex with that woman. No part of this show can be rebroadcast. Rebroadcast any way, shape, or form. And I'll reconsider you just ask. Finally, this show is opinionated for all the experts and people that say they don't want the hell they're doing. That's why the country's all fucked up. Don't you know? Anyway. The host, especially wherever the hell he went, callers, people that are naughty in the chat room, all in all, will be opinionated. In the new circumstances, mm-mm, whatsoever, should opinion be taken as advice. If you seek a professional advisory, strongly encourage you to hire license to require a person. In his or her, if they even know who the hell they are anymore, people, person in their field, their little Tommy. Hey, man. No, that's his name broadcasting live from the wonderful, I guess, wonderful state where it's colder than shit. Again, Colorado. So what's going on? What's happening? Okay. A lot. A lot. I'm going to try to kick up some more entertainment and energy in this stuff. Because Lord knows, Lord, oh, baby Jesus, we pray. I'm going to get struck down right now. Baby Jesus, we pray for everybody on the entire planet because it's so... So fucked up, Lord. Please, whatever you may do, baby Jesus, please make this place a better world. In your name, amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you talk about? Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> oh, man, I have all the respect in the world for people that do voices professionally. Oh, my God. Well, I don't know what the hell's going on. I just did that one. What else can I do? Hmm. Yes. All right. This isn't comedy hour. Oh, I'm going to try to throw some of that shit in here. Because we need it. Now, for recaps for people. Well, I only do the show if I'm lucky once a month. It's going to change. Oh, it's hump day. Hey, hey, Fred. Hey, 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 Fred. 
It's hump day. Yeah. There's Barney. How about Dino? So I like Dino from, from the Flintstones too. And I can do, I got to put a precursor to this or intro because when I do voice, it's kind of like singing in the shower. You know, you think you sound great and it's just like, oh yeah, I'm a fucking rock star. But then when you put on headphones, a microphone, or you do it karaoke, or you do it acapella, it's like, that's fucking horrible. Don't do that no more. But I think I got Dino down and I, I haven't done them in a while. So forgive me. So here we go. It sounds like a chihuahua though, right? I mean, like, <laughs> it's, it's so different from listening to it in your head than with the pair of, pair of phones on. And a microphone, professional mic, I don't know, whatever. I'll work on it. So what else? I don't know. I just don't, I don't feel like doing impressions right now. Uh, but we all need to laugh a little bit. Really? I mean, come on. I and mean, things, things are really like upside down backwards and people are just like, what in the hell's going on? I've been doing this since 2008. I entitled this my new life. And I'll get to that. In a minute, maybe some of you can relate. It only took seven, well, I don't know, eight. Well, no, actually, it only took 58 years, soon to be 59. But let's just say seven years when my life went to hell. And, uh, well, actually, it was longer than that. But let's just say from officially officially went to hell to today the seven seven years and some things have transpired that i have been trying to stop now i'm off of all, all social media except uh youtube and twitter but i i mean i really barely ever use them because uh, i think they suck and i was on facebook on and off for quite a few years. And uh, I would talk about me. I would do the Facebook live stuff. And then of course I would type, but here's, here's my problem with Facebook. Facebook is a yearbook that never dies and has a crystal ball. Now, if you really think about that, that is true, okay? Facebook, in my opinion, for me, has caused me more harm than good. And then when I see somebody posting something and it comes up, came up on my wall, I would comment on it because it would resonate with me. So it was like a trigger. I mean, you might as well put a bowl of ice cream, deep dish pizza, a hot ass fucking bitch with a great ass that says, fuck me. And it's like, you know, I'm just going to take it. I'm just going to take it. It's like, Boom, a dog to a bone. And I'm like, you know what? I, go, I just don't really think I should be doing this anymore. So I don't. So I deleted my Facebook account. Deleted, not deactivated. It's gone. 
uh, Instagram gone, all my social media gone. So the only way anybody's gonna know anything about me, because in today's world, that's pretty much disappearing. But hopefully you will find me here and of course sharing about me because I can do that. But I'm going to be not all bearing down to my most sensitive point where I'll be vulnerable and just use it against me. And it's going to break my little heart. <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. But I will share things to a certain degree to make you think and associate that with you. Now, I've said since 2008 and beyond and chronologically, for a recap, It was the inequity, social injustice war from the meltdown and this and that and the haves and have nots and rich got richer and the peasants got poorer and transfer of wealth and yada, yada, yada. Then I went into the race war where everybody hates everybody because God forbid we're different and we think different and we, we look different. Did I say that? And we do things different. It's called being an individual. Oh, no, you can't do that because you. Oh, yeah. So we got to tear shit down and burn it and this and that and all that kind of shit. Oh, that's going to help. Violence. Oh, I didn't know that was the answer. Okay. So then when we went through all that, we still are, and we're still, they didn't go away. It's like one plus one plus one doesn't equal three. It's holistic or exponential. So I don't like one plus one is, is maybe two, but then two plus one's not three. It's four or whatever. It's all building up. So it was the inequality war. No, oh, you fucking assholes are rich and this and that. Fuck you. What meltdown? Banks got bailed out. Whatever. Yep. Too big to jail or fail. Sorry. And then the, the race war divide us even further because it's everybody else's fault except the people that actually did this. And now it's the spiritual war, the holy war. And I saw it coming. And it's here. This is the time for you to make some decisions and defend your fill in the blank. You know, your family, your faith, your belief in God. Your belief in belief in whatever I'm going to leave out paganism. Okay. Cause <laughs> you want to worship false idols. It's on you. It's perfectly clear uh, in that respect, but I'm talking about God and the Bible and Jesus and Christian and all that. If, if you believe in 
a different thing and Muslim and thing like that, that, you know, that's your choice, but I only can again, say me, it's not, we know more than you or we're better than you or any of that kind of crap. I think religions are different paths to the same mountaintop and it's the same God. That's what I believe. So I don't really give a shit how you get to the mountain, to the top, to God. That's all that matters. But you are going to be challenged and you are right now. And your belief is going to be tested. It always has been. Now, I stumbled across that. No, I actually didn't stumble. I was told by a friend whom I've known almost my entire life. He's like, Timmy, everybody knows me forever. I'm Timmy. Okay. Hey, Timmy, did you hear of this woman named Julie Green Ministries? Uh, No. Uh, he sent me the link and it's on YouTube and I'm like, eh, you know, I, I get stuff all the time and I'm like, whatever I got, I got my things, man. You know, I don't need more shit. I just don't, I got my things. But then I clicked on it one time and I, and I started listening to her and then I started listening to her more. Now, every day I listen to her and she puts out about an hour YouTube video. And she says that she has these uh, prophetic messages from God and doesn't share them right away. She waits for a couple of days or a week. And she just said, what did she just say? You know, I got to start writing these down because she just, oh, she said Deep Horizon, the platform, the oil platform and the golf or wherever the hell it is, is going to be in the news again. And she's saying AOC and all her buddies and all that and people that did not deserve their political positions are going to be held accountable because according to her, according to her, judgment is going to be served. And according to her, God has said, I am the final judgment. Look what I did to Pharaoh in all of his cast of characters when Pharaoh thought he could not be punished and he had his own God and the true God took him down with every warning from Moses there could possibly be. And he's like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> My God is stronger than your God. Yeah. Okay. So he is using that analogy or comparison again through her saying justice will be served because justice is not being served. Corruption, chaos, all this negative stuff. The devil himself is running around just having a hell of a time. And we're all sitting here like, what? the fuck you told me if i was a family man and faithful and took care of my kids and raised my kids and started a business and married 27 years and gave people opportunity and let people in the family and yada 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 that as long as i did good it i would be okay that's bullshit i know a lot of people 
that are very good people and Christians and they're, they're cast out. They're treated like shit. They're labeled. They're scorned. They're talked about. They're thrown out. I have recently just, this is why I entitled this my life. I have recently just been thrown out of my family. Okay. But not in the sense of physically. I have been here. You got to listen to this very closely. I have been cast out by my family spiritually. When I went to my, now my dad and I were not close by any means. However, he was my dad, my father, my stepdad. He raised me since I was a baby, adopted me, did the honorable right thing, but he was still an asshole. Okay. And he was a drunk rest in peace. And then he finally got sobriety for over 35 years, 37 years. God bless him. And he died a sober guy and died of cancer about four months ago, right? Right. Right at the weekend after, after Thanksgiving. So then the wake came, I had to fly back to Chicago. I was outcasted. You know how at the wake you have, <clears throat> cause I'm just going to tell you the story because, well, Tim, why would you say that? I, I'm going to tell you right now. So I went to the wake and I vowed to myself because 30 to 35 years of my past was coming to a termination point and nothing ever could have prepared me for what happened. Okay. Well, one thing that did happen that I'm like, whatever, you know how they have a PowerPoint presentation with the person that's passed away and they're sitting in the casket and it's all family members and kids and grandkids and this and that and all that crap. And like, Oh, that's so nice. It's a great job. That's wonderful. Except when you're not in any of the fucking pictures. I'm like, it's interesting. Okay. I'm sure it was just an oversight. That's only my dad. I mean, you know, why would his son be in there? You know, just a little oversight. Oops. Then my family wouldn't even come to me. My sister treated me like I had fucking uh, leprosy. My daughter didn't give two shits. Uh, my granddaughter, whom I was very close with, no acknowledgement. Um, but one person did, I have to say this, out of the people that cast me out of my family spiritually was the wife of of, I guess, technically that'd be my son-in-law, uh, came up to me and gave me a hug. And she said, I'm so sorry. And I was shocked. I'm like, wow, there is one good person out of all of you. And that's her. Why her husband stood six feet away from me and kept his distance and really didn't say jack shit, which is fine because they're casting me out spiritually and, and physically, but I, I mean the physical stuff, whatever, you know, I mean that, that that's mutual. It's like you stay away from me. I'll stay away from you. But when it, when it goes to the spiritual level, that's deep. That's really deep. So I didn't get a treat. I got treated like shit. I got treated out like an outcast and, and I vowed to myself that when I go there, for these proceedings to say goodbye to my dad 
was just that. Say goodbye to my dad and stand next to my my uh, wife. Oh, my God. So now, now I did that. That didn't work out very well. Stand next to my mom. And I did. And I had some challenges. And I just kept telling myself that. And that was just five or six hours of the wake. Okay. And I saw people... Uh, that I'm like, oh my God, I didn't think I would see this person. One of which was my dad's partner's son, who him and I were supposed to be partners, and he just talked like nothing ever happened, and actually sent me an email saying, well, the plan was to get rid of you anyway, because I quit. Like, yeah, that's really... so. And I, I, I honestly like just left that stuff in the past, because I became a very successful business owner, and I'm like, well, you know, Fuck you. But but then when it comes back at you 30 some years later, and it's like, you know, somebody's barking at my somebody's fucking knocking at my door. Hang on. Wow, so my neighbor, because nobody pounds on my door and usually it's her, she just gave me three three steaks because <laughs> she's like Mark's in the hospital and and uh, he had a diabetic problem or does and so anyway and and she doesn't want to waste the food so she just she came over here and gave me three steaks unbelievable here i'm thinking it's the cops or something or the cartel or fucking who knows you know it's like who's banging on my fucking door okay i mean friends are always welcome and this and that but it's like uh, you know uh-oh so what the hell was i saying oh so the <clears throat> yeah so the whole <coughs> the whole <laughs> excuse me, the whole uh, wake was a clusterfuck. And I see, like I said, I seen people I didn't want to see, people that I had problems with, they had problems with me. But for the most part, that was all like checked at the door. You know, it's like, check your gun at the door, check your firearm at the door. This isn't the place to resolve your disagreements. And that's exactly it. Although, like I said, some some things were said to me, not many, but not hardly at all. One or two things, but I just let them go. It's like, whatever, fuck you. you know, this is not the place for this. <clears throat> so then here comes the funeral the next day. And my dad's partner's saying stuff all about business and then about my dad, which, you know, it was nice. And then my cousin was up there and she said some great things. And threw the script in the garbage because that's what happens. You know, you're just better off talking from the heart. And she did. It was wonderful. 
and I was a pauper. And uh, I I get up, and I'm just gonna be very vague on this one. And then somebody got up, and I did not anticipate this, nor was I told or warned that this other person was going to be a pallbearer who does not have the equity or honor to bury my dad. And I just can't stand this person. And it's very clear. It's well known. It is known. And it's mutual, which is fine. Like I said, that's fine. Fuck you and fuck you. Okay. But I don't play cowardice, mental warfare, um, the way that he does so and it still continues because now that was the final jab putting my dad in the ground and this guy whom there was way 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 i mean there's <laughs> fuck, there's probably a hundred people at least that i could have thought of and uh it was told to me that that was my mother's decision not my dad if it was my dad's decision that was one last final fuck you, Tim, from the grave. But I told I was told it was my mother. Because this one person did one act of kindness. So therefore that elevates them for the right to put my dad into the ground. Which people knew would upset me, but they didn't tell me, nor did they care. It's the last person on earth that should have done it. <clears throat> Even with all my pleading and concerns and voicing for the past, well, even through my divorce, trying to tell my ex she was being fooled, gaslighted, lied to, misled, blah, 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 blah. And then this same guy started penetrating my family deeper and then he was targeting my parents and I saw it happening before I got divorced and by this time my my ex-wife is or my wife at the time was alienating me I was done I mean once once a woman scorned and she just thinks you're the biggest piece of shit on the planet you're cooked and and I would say a guy too but a woman's way worse <clears throat> So for the past seven years, I've been dismissed and further pushed out and pushed out and pushed out and pushed out till finally three days ago, I'm done. I'm done. I am done being cast out, letting the devil have his way with my quote unquote family for alleged lies and deception and bearing false witness and all this other stuff. And the question I asked the final person I talked to was this, do you ever see this person that I'm referring to ever getting out of our family? And the answer was, I don't see it happening. So that means I got to get that person out of my life. So that means anybody that's associated with this person is not in my life. So that includes my daughter, my son, my grandkids, my new grandkid, 
possibly my future daughter-in-law, of course, my wife. I'll never speak to her again for betrayal. Um, my mother, and it, and I put one condition on it. When you decide to not associate with this person and his family, write me a letter. Otherwise, I'm done. Now, I don't know how many of y'all have been dealing with something like this or have or have not yet. But here, here's it. Here's the thing. Perfectly clear in the Bible. I think it's in Revelations where it says daughters and sons will have their parents thrown into jail. Now, I've never been to jail before, but I would take jail over being cast out spiritually by my own family. And I truly, truly, truly think the end of times is here. It seems like it's been a few times, but when family is destroyed by mean, deceptive, mentally ill people, and they convince your own family, quote unquote, whatever that means, to cast out their own dad or son, that's a fucking problem. Is it not? And it, it's perfectly clear that God says this, and he warns of it. And it's happening. And I, I have seen more families be destroyed recently than I've ever seen. And that's only the ones I'm aware of. So I shared this with a friend, one friend. Now you all know, but I shared this with one friend. And he said, you have to get these people out of your life and start your new life. And that's why I titled this episode, My New Life. But it is very, very difficult. And people know this. The devil knows this. It's like Yoda says, be careful of your attachments. Because they will surely destroy you. Because then, like when Anakin turned into Darth Vader because his mom got killed, uh, I think by the Jawas or whatever. But and nonetheless, he took out his revenge and anger to avenge his mother. And it, it made him a real bad motherfucker. Because he was attached to his mother. Now, who isn't attached to their mother or their father or their wife or their kids or grandkids and yada, yada, yada. So I say this stuff and people have responded. I just can't imagine living my life without my grandkids. Actually, my mother said this, my uh, great grandkids. Nothing will get in between me and my great grandkids, quote unquote. So I guess that means me too. So be it. I'm done pleading. I'm done asking. I'm I'm done saying what I have to say. And the excuse I hear is that, or, well, I don't really know what happened. So I'm told to me in response. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm your fucking son. I'm your brother. I'm your husband. I'm your dad. 
What are what kind of fucking response is that? Well, how do I know? Or what good is it going to do if I do say something to this person? What good is it going to do? Are you fucking serious? You can bet your ass if this happened to you, my son, my mother, my sister, you can bet your ass you'd be fucking saying shit. And I'd be right behind you saying it. Casting out and not associating with the devil himself and these people taking you down and destroying your family. But no, not when it comes to them. Oh, okay. So that's how it is. That's how it's going to be and it's not going to change. Okay. That's on you. So. I'm tired of even trying to get a, get along. Mutually. I, I mean, I've, I've extended the olive branch and I've had it shoved in my ass and I still like, well, you know, whatever. But when it finally hit me at my dad's wake and my dad's funeral, and I warned and I warned and I warned. And this person put my dad in the fucking ground. That's it. There's no excuse. There's no. I I, I would never. I've been a pallbearer twice. Once was for my dad and once was a close friend of mine that lived behind me. When we put him in the ground 30 years ago. 35 years ago. Hell, maybe longer than that. Damn near 40 years ago. It's a very honorable earned equity earned honor. I don't give a flying fuck what anybody says. It's like being a best man at your wedding. Well, who's this best man at your wedding, Tim? Oh, I just met him on Facebook like a month ago or a year ago, you know, so he he's going to be my best man. Really? Hmm. What about all your childhood friends or your friend, you know, people that have known you your whole life? Um, what was that? What does that have to do with it? <laughs> okay. But this is my dad putting him in the ground and saying goodbye and lay him to rest. And the person that gaslighted my fucking wife, destroyed my life, threw my wife and my business, is putting my dad into the fucking ground. And my family was involved in it and fucking let it happen. Tell me that's not a big fuck you spiritually. So for me, the spiritual war has begun. And you know, when I, when I did it and I severed it and I said, I'm done with, with you. I told one person and I said, I'm done with all he is. I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and it. It's just not going to happen by your words. So that was another message to into the real world, not in just my head because I had some hope and faith that this all could turn out and, and it's, it's not going to. And, and this person spoke those words 
So now it's on you. So you all can hang out. You all can be your little family. You can hang with the other dysfunctional family and the devil himself because he won. Okay. But the devil does not win the war. He wins the battles. And this is pushing me higher and higher and higher with and to the people that will be my family by every description of the word family is family just look it up in the bible you don't disrespect your father you don't disrespect your mother uh, it gets a little gray for me and how much the wife is supposed to kiss the husband's ass and all that kind of shit. Uh, you know, but I didn't write the book, but you know what I mean? You have, you have a couple, then you have family kids and then grandkids and then your grandparents and all that's supposed to be impenetrable unless you did something so horrific that you should be not only physically outcasted from your family, you should be banned spiritually. But the devil himself worked his way in here, and now he's Jesus Christ himself, literally, because he did one, one nice thing, and he's put my dad in the ground. When there's a hundred people that should have been way before him, minimum, minimum. So that's another big, oh, the devil won, fuck you. So I got your wife, I got your daughter, I got your granddaughter, I got now I got your mom, I got your sister, and then I got your dad all the way to the grave. Fuck you, Tim. Yeah, you win, Mr. Devil. Farrell, you win. But you don't win the war. Julie Green is crystal clear. Time is a per perception on our physical realm. So the time, timing, we don't know. We don't know the time. Time's irrelevant. The point is, it's going to happen. It has happened. And God is the final judge to pass judgment on when he decides, all right, devil, I've had enough of your shit. You're going to be cast out and it's time to save my people like he did in Egypt against Pharaoh, which nobody ever thought could happen, but it did. And all these false prophets and paganism like Bain and all these other assholes who are let to roam free. Just read the book, uh, the return of the gods by Jonathan Kahn. Explains it all. Amazing. It's it's amazing. They are being allowed, they are being allowed to come back in and do what they're doing because we pushed God out. Look how much the schools improved when we got God out of the schools. Yeah, that was that was wonderful. It's a great education system. Now look how much better our country is when we keep turning our back on God. Oh yeah. This is just the greatest, most wonderful plant 
country on planet Earth. I'm so proud to be an American. How do you think veterans feel and people in the military feel when they're taking an oath to the Constitution to defend this country against foreign and domestic enemies? But how about an enemy that you can't see? It should have put, it should have also said, and the devil himself. Because he's a coward. And if he strikes me down now or kills me in my sleep, fuck you, devil. Good. I don't care. You do not scare me. How do you fight an enemy you cannot eat? And is such a coward that he fights his battles through the people that are close to you or closest to you. Oh, you think, Tim, you just got the world by the ass and a beautiful wife. And, and I did challenge you, but you persevered and you both did it together and you had kids in a business and like, you know, I'll get you motherfucker. Uh, although he didn't say that to me cause he's a coward and he did through the back door, but I was too naive and didn't see it coming because being a father and a husband, you're a protector from enemies that are in front of you, not the people standing behind you that are you're protecting. It's called betrayal. And it's going to happen, God forbid, to you or to somebody that you know or is happening right now. And I'm trying to explain to you why that is happening. It's not you. You are being tested with your spirituality in the spiritual war in what you truly do believe in. And no matter what, you will not denounce or lose your faith in God and Jesus Christ. You are being tested. Are you going to pass the test? I don't care if you're a Vietnam vet, Desert Storm, Afghanistan. I Pick your wars. You fought for God and God's will because this was a country and still is. That's why we have not been destroyed totally like Sodom and Gomorrah and other countries that turn their back on God 100%. Romans, they were destroyed. You did not fight this war for the people in power. You fought it for God when we were a God-centered, God-backed, unified country with freedom and liberty. You didn't turn your back on God. Your leaders did. And they're doing it now, and they are going to be judged. It's coming. It's not your fault. It's not your fault that you're a veteran and you followed orders and you did what you did under the guise of freedom and liberty, liberty and the pursuit of happiness and everything in the Constitution and God. All that was God-given through man. Or through God to man. But it has been taken away. But you still should have fought for God. And you did. So don't let them take that from you. You're going to feel empty, horrible. I'm all fucked up. I killed people. I followed orders. I did what I did. 
because the United States is the greatest country in the world and we are blessed by God. Uh, no, not anymore. And I don't think God's going to pass judgment on us as a country in whole and destroy us because we're not all throwing God out of our life. The people that are in power are maniacal, twisted, sociopaths, psychopaths, drunk on power, drunk on greed, drunk on money, are destroying the country. Not true American God-believing, God-fearing patriots and Americans, I'm sorry if that offends you. Too bad. I will let history speak for itself when countries and men have fallen from God. And I will let history speak for the people that never gave up their faith in what happened to them. It's your choice whether you lose everything that you ever worked hard for, including your own family and your own mother. Well, Tim, do you conform and admit beaten down and succumb and acquiesce to evil and manipulation and dysfunctionality and a bunch of fucking assholes, which is all because of Satan? Accomplishing his goal and make him stronger and give in? Or do you fight? You go, no, this is wrong. This is not healthy. This is not functional. And I can't live with myself if I bow down to you, family, devil. Read, read the book, Outwitting the Devil. It's exactly how he tears you, us down. And it, that's exactly how it's happening. So for all he is that are casting me out spiritually, you can, and this is not going to be Christian by any means, you know, I'll forgive you in time, but right now you can all go to hell and go fuck yourself because I did what I was supposed to do based on my upbringing, my beliefs, the Bible, God, Jesus Christ, and I didn't do one thing to you people to suppress you or put you down. And in fact, I raised you up. I made your life better. And if you think that I'm going to give all that up and everything I did because that's who I am and what I believe in, just so I can be part of the family, you can go to hell. Because you will be judged. Just look at the diff the divorce section, which I told my ex-wife. But she was gaslighted and, li and lied to. And she's just too fucking stupid. Or unloyal to keep her vows to God and to me. And I warned her, you better read about divorce. It didn't matter. But you know what? It's on her and it's on my daughter and it's on my son and it's on my mom and it's on my sister. The only people that I will not put it on, it won't be on them as the kids because the kids only know what they're told. I mean, kids are, kids are innocent until they're fucked up by their parents and their friends and the school system and whatever else. 
I mean, kids are innocent. And when they turn 18, then, then I would say that'd be fair to pass judgment on their decisions. At least legally. But, uh, I mean, trust me, you're not growing up and you know what you're doing at 18 just because now you're a legal doesn't work that way. But you better start thinking about it real quick. And like Len Beck says, do the next, next best thing, which just means, you know, do the best, the next time, do the best thing. You know, just keep doing that and you can really do no wrong. You're going to make mistakes, but you're always going to try to do the right thing this time and the next time and every time. That's what that is. And it's what you need to do. But you will be challenged. You are being challenged. It's coming, and it's nothing now. It's a picnic. Wait. Wait till the financial system collapses. Wait till Wall Street goes down under. Wait till the banks do, do the uh, the uh, bail-in and take 20 to 30 or even more percent of your money in your bank account overnight. That is the law. Do your homework on it. Wait until the shit really hits the fan. Then you and your quote unquote family. Let's see if they cast you out when things get tough and blame it on you. Well, that'll never happen. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, and then on top of that, they'll cast you out spiritually because everything's your fault now. You will truly be tested. You and your family. When you should be stronger with your family. Your family should have your back even more. And protecting you just as much as you protected them. But unfortunately, in my experience, that's not reality. And it is one of the most devastating surreal, unbelievable experiences of my entire life. Because what's the point of all this stuff? If, if you don't have a family in a family that is family and backs you at all costs, I just don't see it. I don't see a point just like you sh should back to a point. Okay. To a point or a situation that's extreme that a, that a family member should be cast out physically and spiritually, but you're going to do, you're going to protect your kids. Even when they do fuck up, that's your job. That you're a parent. You're supposed to protect them and say, Hey, Johnny, Timmy, don't do that again and reprimand them and punish them. Don't do that again. You just don't go. Well, you know, you got caught stealing a candy bar from the cafeteria. You know what? You're done. You're done. You're out of the family. What? And let's just say the kid didn't do anything, but somebody gaslights you and says, well, your, your son, uh, God forbid, beat a puppy dog uh, during recess and and we had to euthanize it because he beat it up so hard and he didn't ever touch the fucking dog his friends did it well you you killed a puppy tim so therefore you're cast out of the family forever oh really that's how it works that's how it's supposed to work hmm 
But in my experience, it does. It did. And I'm done. It's my new life. And it's not going to be a picnic. But when, when I finally severed that tie, an 800-pound gorilla came off my, my chest. And you wouldn't think that that would be. You would think I'd be sadder, cast further into darkness, feel worse, guilty. I'm such a loser. I didn't do anything, but I might as well have. So I might as well acquiesce to devil. Fuck you. And uh, just let him take me down and he's going to win. And he's not. You can have my quote unquote family and everybody else that has cast me out physically and spiritually. Because you know what? You deserve each other. Okay. But I will never renounce or turn my back on God. And in the end, he's the only thing we have. You better remember this when something like this happens to you because most people are not strong enough. They'll acquiesce and go, I can't, I gotta see my grandkids. I, I don't have it. Do I? Yeah, I, I can't. I, I have to see my great grandkids. I don't have any of them. I got to see my grandkids. I can't imagine never not seeing my wife again. I can never imagine not seeing my daughter again, my sister, my mom, blankety boot, my son, blah, 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 blah. Oh, you know what? That's not even going to stop me. So you have failed, devil, my enemies. And I'm not strong enough to pray for you. You can fuck off. But you're not taking me down, and you actually just released me to even. You broke the bond and the leash that I had in the hopes that you were my family, and you're not, because you're not acting like it. And you, not only did you physically cast me out, now you officially cast me out spiritually. Okay. So be it. Time to start my new life. So I share this with you because this is very confusing and it's very heartbreaking and it's very emotional. But I will say again unto you that it's not you. You're being tested. If you let these people come in and keep destroying you, which I was told I'm going to destroy you. And she did. Mission accomplished. My friend even said that. And she destroyed my life because he saw the entire thing. And uh, yeah, good for you, sweetheart. I uh, That's a great thing to put on your resume or when you're standing in front of God asking to get in the kingdom of heaven or whatever happens. Because I just really can't think good things are going to happen to you. Because you will get paid back when you are truly in the spiritual realm or form. Physical is done. Now you're spiritual entity. Whatever you did, that's what's going to come back on you. So I think repentance, I don't expect you to turn into a Bible thumper and this and that or whatever and God this and God that and Jesus Christ. and everything. You know, you can do whatever you want because people, people fall on that as a crutch. I'm just truly talking the essence of what's happening right now. And the devil is doing whatever he wants and he's getting away with it.
and he accomplishes it by read the book, Outwitting the Devil, the blueprints there. That's exactly how he does it, and he's doing it. And I think it's getting to the end that God's going to say, okay, that's enough, asshole, you're done. Cast him away, and he's going to come, and he's going to make things right. I don't think he's going to come in on a horse with chariots and Jesus is by his side. Maybe he will. I don't know. But but the universe will not tolerate this. So call, call it what it is. But I call it God as in the Bible, in Jesus Christ, in the Trinity. And he is the final judge. And according to Julie Green, he's coming. And she's telling you how he's going to do it. So pay attention because some things that she predicted based on this prophetic word from God has happened. And it's like, holy shit, no pun intended. That just can't be coincidence. But find your own way to God, but don't turn your back on God, because if you do, you cannot turn back. I guess you can repent and maybe he will forgive you. Um, but, I mean, for the most part, once you're sucked back into it, because you're going to lose your family and all of your possessions and everything else, and you're going to starve to death, and you're going to be spiritually outcast by the people that so-called love you and took vows for uh what is it? Good, worse, and happily ever after and all that crap. For better or for worse. They should have put and gaslighting and relatives and everything else. Um, yeah. But I think it's pretty clear. It doesn't have to be that specific. So it's entirely up to you. I hope... This shines a little bit of light on what's going on because this is what's going on with me and I, and I see it and I, I'm not happy about it. Don't, I don't take any joy in this because the more the time goes by, the more alone I am, but I do pick up new friends and people that are supposed to be in my life. But if I was tethered to the ones that are trying to pull me back and keep me down, I would never meet the new people. So I'm ascending. I have the people in my life. I'm supposed to be where I'm supposed to be because I will not turn my back on God. And I have no idea where this is going, but I'll be damned if I'm going to let the devil and his little fucking minions, quote unquote, family, destroy me any further. The only way you can destroy me from this point further is spiritually, and you're not going to do it. Period. Double. Fuck off. Okay? So that's that. Uh, let me jump in the chat room. <coughs> okay, so what's going on? Da -da 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 -da. Rocky Raccoon. Rocky Raccoon. Is that a Beatles song? Isn't that? Isn't that? I think it's... Lizzie White says that's partially because the salt has lost its savior or God's people are not doing his work and stopping the people who would. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Tyrants or tyranny get away with things when good people 
don't say anything, something like that, which is true. And then there's some more sayings, like Roosevelt said, it's not really to give credit for people doing what they did. Uh, it's the point is you're being you're in the arena, the man in the arena. Doesn't matter what the results are. You're in the arena. I'm in the arena. I don't know what the results are. I don't really give a shit. I mean, I do, but I, it's not going to be based on that. I am fighting the fight, and uh, I'm not. I'm not going to give in. I, I've been through way too much, and when things are really bad, I always fall fell back on God, and He never failed me. So He's not going to fail me now. Tell him to tell you my experience. I've, I've failed him or I've lost my way with him, but I've never ever turned my back and said, fuck you. I don't need you anymore. Look what I did. I don't, I did you didn't help me do this. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So I hope that it puts a little hope or, uh, you know, a little pep in your jump or spirit because we got a long way to go. This is the beginning of the spiritual war. And it's not just going to get worse little by little. It's going to be exponential. And something's going to happen overnight. Julie Green said it. The world's going to change overnight. And God is going to serve justice like no man has ever seen in a certain way. I don't know what that means either. But uh, the rats are running off the ship, and uh, they are being called out, and there's going to be a lot of whistleblowers, and uh, people are going to go down. I can only guess it's probably going to have a lot to do with the uh, experimental vaccination, and we're going to have like a Nuremberg Code 2. That I'm pretty sure. And then I think... People that are in power got in there um, not in the correct manner. And people that are in power, have been in power, are doing naughty things. And uh, they're going to be held accountable. Everywhere from Congress to the Justice Department. I truly believe that. But I don't know what's going to happen. But that's not for me to decide. Because because we, we are not the people that have the power to serve justice are not doing it. So somebody has to do it. So God's going to do it. And he's done it in the past. So I have a little bit of faith. It's going to get worse. Just hang on. And what he's going to do is not going to be against true believers and people that have not turned their back on God, although it might seem that way. It's for the punishment of the people that have. They're going to be cast out. And I'm only repeating what I heard, and it's off of Julie Julie Brown again, but she's been amazingly accurate, and it's just off the fucking charts. So just have a little bit of faith, and uh, why don't you start your new life too, starting today. I'm going to let you go. Thanks for the participation, everybody in the chat room. I'm going to end the show, hopefully positively, but don't let people destroy you. Don't let the devil destroy you. Don't let people steal your spirit or your soul because there's no difference. Stay strong, believe in God, fall back on God, and things will be fine because in history that is proven to be true and people will be 
punished. There you go. All right. Thanks for listening to me. Share the show and have a great night. You've been listening to the original Red Pill Show.